0: Happy Game Day, Predators fans, and welcome into this preview of tonight's Saturday night Central Division Showdown between the Nashville Predators and the Chicago Blackhawks. The second meeting between these two teams this season, second of in Smashville as well. The Predators taking the first one 3 to nothing, back on October 29th with a Nick Benino hat trick and Rocco Grimaldi grabbing three assists as well. So it should be an exciting matchup. Back at home, finally after a tough four-game road trip that saw the Predators go one one and, excuse me one two and one, uh, but they'll look to get things back on track with a couple games in a row at home, starting with the Blackhawks tonight, the Winnipeg Jets on Tuesday, and then ending it with the Vancouver Canucks on Thursday before going to St. Louis uh, next Saturday. So should be fun. But before I get into the recap, uh, I do want to give a special thank you to everyone who tuned in Wednesday and also the crew of Penalty Box Radio Live, uh, Justin Bradford, Rebecca Glenn, Danielle Danina, and uh, the other guest, George Maturangas. I loved hearing his analysis of the different stats he keeps track of for the Predators. But again, I appreciate Justin and the crew of him, Rebecca and Danielle, in the uh, studio for having me on to talk Nash hockey and very much looking forward to um, going back onto the show to talk more G Nash and talk the Predators a little bit. Very exciting times as the new winter classic jerseys were just released yesterday. I'm super excited. Cannot wait to get my hands on one of those jerseys. They look fantastic uh, going back to the Dixie Flyers days and I hope the Preds keep those around longer. I really like the design a lot and I think it's great to pay tribute to the original team that was here before the Predators in the Dixie Flyers. But To the task at hand. Uh, A big game tonight against the Blackhawks. So let's go into the stats. Uh, An interesting one to say about the position of where the Preds are in right now. Nashville sits 5th. In the Central Division of seven teams. But that is because they've been off for a few days and are behind two games. Uh, Winnipeg and Dallas have now played 20 games. Colorado's played 19. And St. Louis has played 20. Nashville has only played 18 due to this extended break. uh, Because of the awards last night. The CMA awards. So um, Nashville sits fifth in the Central Division at 9, 6, and 3. Uh, With 21 points, Chicago right behind them in sixth uh, with seven with a record of seven seven and four uh, with 18 points. Hold on, let me make sure I read that right. I believe it's seven seven and four for the Blackhawks. Yes, 7, 7, and 4. Uh, wanted to make sure I got that right. Um, but 7, 7, and 4 for Chicago, 6 in the Central Division. Started to heat up as of late. Um, the last time out, both teams played... Um, was uh, away games for them. Nashville lost to Vancouver on Tuesday. Uh, Tough 5-3 loss to a red-hot power play and very young core of the Vancouver Canucks, led by Elias Pettersson, uh, who had two goals, uh, including the game-winner and Tanner Pearson, who got the scoring started and got the empty netter. But for Chicago on Wednesday night, they took a big win, their first ever win against the Vegas Golden Knights in Vegas at the T-Mobile Arena 5-3 win in what was a pretty good goaltender battle between uh, Corey Crawford and Marc-Andre Fleury Crawford getting the better end of it I'll get into the goalies in a minute but um, so Chicago comes in with a little bit of momentum after a slow start to this season Nashville on a little bit of a slow stretch with three losses in a row two in regulation, one in overtime, looking to get back on track at home, so let's get into the top three leading scorers as we do week in and week out. Uh, we'll, Nashville has stayed the same. Uh, Roman Yossi top of the team now with a two-point gap over Ryan Ellis. Five goals, 13 assists for 18 points and 18 games played. Uh, Ellis sits with three goals, 13 assists for 16 points and 18 games played. And Matt Duchesne, who picked up an assist in that Vancouver game, five goals, 10 assists for 15 points, and 17 games played. So he started to get a little bit back on track uh, as the road trip came along. For the Blackhawks, it actually hasn't changed since the previous matchup between the two teams. Uh, Patrick Kane has a big gap over the guys that sit tied for second, nine goals, 14 assists for 23 points, and 18 games played for number 88, the American-born player. uh, player Patrick Kane. Alex Dabrinkit, who I highlighted in that game uh, against Nashville back in uh, October, he sits on five goals and 10 assists for 15 points in 18 games played. And then Dylan Strom uh, with four goals, 11 assists for 15 points in 18 games played. So the top threes have actually stayed the same for both teams since the most recent matchup uh, in Nashville back in October. The goalies, again, we don't know anything until it's official and the lineups come out. Uh, For Nashville, Pecorine at 8-2-2. Um, with a 2.60 goals against average and a .907 save percentage. UC Soros 1-4-1 with a 3.48 goals against average and a .890 save percentage. I would expect they give Pecorine the start in this stretch. There's going to be a, a little bit of a gap between some of these games coming up. Not back-to-backs necessarily, but Nashville with plenty of time off, I could see them going with Rene in this game or Soros. I would expect Pekka for this Central Division matchup. As for Chicago, it's always a toss-up. Robin Lehner, who stood on his head Last time Nashville played um, them, he was phenomenal and kept Chicago quite frequently in that game for most of the time. Only Nick Bonino seemed to be the one that could beat him. Uh, he sits at a 4-3-2 record with a 2.51 goals against average and a .934 save percentage. But Corey Crawford has turned it around. And I was watching that Vegas and Chicago game on Wednesday night after Penalty Box Radio Live. And I was very impressed with what I saw from Crawford. Uh, he sets it a 3-4-2 record with 3.24 goals against average and a .908 save percentage. So both goalies get a lot of shots to have above .9 save percentages. I think it can go either way for Chicago. But I would expect them to go with Robin Laner in net. After how he played against Nashville in October, he was robbed of a star of a game, a star of the game, if you asked me. Uh, when they played October 29th. I think they go Robin Laner tonight. But again, it can go either way. So, uh, my players to watch. I'm going to start with Chicago and I'm going to go with one of their leading scorers, but it's not Patrick Kane. It's actually going to be Dylan Strome this time. Uh, Strome had a big goal to seal that game against Chicago uh, against Vegas for Chicago. Only four goals but 11 assists, but he's a plus nine on a team that had started out pretty slow. Uh, and I really like how Strome has adapted to the system in Chicago. Only 22 years of age, six foot three. Uh, and he's born in 1997. Strom actually had a three point game against Vegas, a goal and two assists, and then two assists against the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. And then you go back to November 7th, he had three assists against the, Va- assists against the Vancouver Canucks. So Strom's been on a roll as of late. So I'm going to go with Dylan Strom for the Chicago Blackhawks, wearing number 17 in the road whites. I really like Strom's game and what he brings. For the Predators... Uh, I've kind of gone with a couple of their top players lately, so I'm going to stick to that theme, and I'm going to go with a guy that, maybe hasn't had as many goals, but he continues to dish out a lot of assists this season. Number 92, Ryan Johansson. Joey, my player to highlight tonight for the Predators. Uh, Two goals and 12 assists for 14 points for Joey in 18 games played, but he does seem to always play pretty well against Chicago. and I like what Johansson has done this season so far with whoever he plays with. We're just waiting for that moment. He'll start to Shoot the puck a little bit more and we've always been waiting for that he was a 30 goal scorer in Columbus the year before Nashville acquired him and we've seen Forsberg start to heat up scoring wise uh, he ha- only had one goal in that last game Mikhail Granlund actually got uh, one of them on the redirect from Eckholm shot but Forsberg close to that double digit mark one goal away I, I think this could be a night you see Johansson really get going for the Predators. Or could it be another Nick Bonino show night? Who knows? Or, or Victor Arvidson, who's played pretty well against Chicago too. Had that big goal, his 34th goal of the season last year uh, against the Blackhawks to seal the Central Division. But I'm going with Ryan Johansson, number 92 for Nashville. So Dylan Strom for Chicago, Ryan Johansson for Nashville. My players to watch. So I'd like to make a big announcement, though, on this preview. I'm going to be starting up a podcast with Penalty Box Radio, and it's going to be called the Outside Smashville Podcast, and you might wonder why I've come up with that name. It's going to be everything outside of the Nashville Predators, so we're going to talk about what's going on around the NHL, what teams are doing really well in the uh, in the in the segments that we're talking about at the time, you know who's been hot, who's been on a little bit of a cold streak. Once the trade deadline comes around, we'll talk about trades uh, that's going on in the NHL. Also, the playoff race coming in for other teams, and we'll highlight the stadium series for Colorado coming up as well. Um, so we'll talk about that. We're also going to discuss some G Nash hockey as well, the high school league here, the prep hockey, which I talked about in uh, penalty. Box Radio Live. I'm going to try to have some players on the podcast and some of the coaches as well to talk about how their seasons are going and just talk about Gene nash in general. The playoffs will be right around the corner as the regular season starts to wind down surprisingly and as a coach there was so much excitement this year and we're already into the November stretch run but uh, still a lot of exciting times to come with the playoffs. Uh, still a good race for the Gene nash Cup going on and then the Predators Cup and the High. Hind- Cup, obviously. So we'll have some players and coaches on to talk. And then also, we're going to talk about the SECHC and some college hockey in general. Uh, Might see Justin Bradford on the show a couple times, as well as the uh, SECHC tournaments coming up in February, February 7th through the 9th at Ford Ice Center, Bellevue. Um, So we'll definitely talk to Justin about that tournament, the commissioner of the SECHC, one of the end penalty box radio uh, head here who's been a great uh, pleasure to work with as well. I've enjoyed working with Justin and everybody on the PBR crew as well. And we'll just have general guests on as well to talk about hockey. So it's going to be everything outside of the Predators, but I'm very excited about that because there's some cool stuff to talk about with the NHL, with Ash hockey, and with the SECHC and college hockey in general, talking about the club level of hockey, which I think the ACHA has done a really good job turning club hockey into what it is. So uh, if you are in the area for any uh, SECHC games or ACHA games for MTSU, Vanderbilt, um, when UT Knoxville comes to town, any of those SECHC teams, and when the SECHC tournament comes to town in February, I would very much recommend going to watch those games because they are very exciting and fun to watch. And as justin said last night um definite or on wednesday night uh, go to G Nash games as well. It's fun to see high school hockey. Love seeing the student bodies getting involved. As I mentioned, that NBA versus Father Ryan game, both those student sections were incredible. And it's it brings back memories from when I was playing in G-Nash. And it's great to see the talent level on the ice and great to see the fan support it's getting because it's 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 good hockey for the area and it's good to have high schools adding teams to the league and I can't wait to see where G Nash goes from now. Um, I'm also going to be taking fan questions. I'll send out a hashtag each week. I think it's just going to be hashtag Outside Smash Bill uh, so you can ask your questions for the podcast. I'll dedicate a segment for both, just questions for me and questions for the guests that'll be on that week. We can talk, like I said, about uh, teams outside of Nashville in the NHL, G Nash, and SECHC in college hockey. So, going to have that coming on. Going to try to get one out every week if if I can. By the end of the week, aiming for Friday, but the Outside Smashville podcast is coming for me to talk about everything outside of the Nashville Predators, as I mentioned, around the NHL, G-Nash hockey, SECHC, and college hockey, and special guests coming on to talk with me. So... Again, excited about that, excited about this Central Division matchup tonight between the Predators and the Blackhawks. Again, my players to watch. Dylan Strom for Chicago, Ryan Johansson for Nashville. 7 o'clock at the Bridgestone Arena to start this three-game homestand. Again, make sure to follow me on Twitter at Sam Flemington. I'll be doing live tweets throughout the game, and make sure to ask me any questions uh, that you want throughout the game. I'll be at the uh, Vancouver game on Thursday as well. will be doing a live tweet from the Bridgestone Arena. Make sure to follow everybody on Penalty Box Radio and the Penalty Box Radio pages on social media. And check out our, our website at PenaltyBoxRadio.com for more news on the Predators, Nash hockey, and college hockey in the area. So again, Preds and Blackhawks tonight should be a good one. Thanks for tuning into this uh, preview. I'm Sam Fleming, and go Preds!